What is up, you sexy bastards? It is your boy Nalgene, aka Rabbi Can't Lose, aka Noah Kagan. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about my experience in therapy over the last 10 years. I'm going to share everything I've learned in the process and answer a lot of questions you might have if you're thinking about joining therapy or you want to hear a little bit what it's like. If you've wanted to ever learn about behind the scenes of therapy, what it's like for the weirdos like myself that are out there, you're going to love this episode. Here's three gigantic things for yourself. Number one, the pros and cons of therapy. Number two, how to get the most out of your sessions if you decide to go. And number three, how it's helped me slow down and find fulfillment in everyday life. Enjoy those three things, plus a bunch more ear nuggets along the way. Before we dive into the show, make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash okdork. Also, check out appsumo.com. It is the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. So if you are buying or selling any software online or you want to be an amazing entrepreneur, go to appsumo.com and join the newsletter. Also, a special pre-show shout out to listener Nikki Dunn from She Talks Finance. Check her out on YouTube. I was playing pickleball with her this morning and she's like, I love your podcast. Nikki, I love you and your husband, plus you're a great pickleball player. And if you want to shout out in a future episode, either play pickleball with me or leave a review anywhere you're online, I check every single one of them. A few years ago, I went to a therapist and I sat down in a chair in this room and he starts asking me questions and he asked me about my business partner, Chad, who I started at sumo.com with. And he says, well, how, how do you feel about Chad? I started crying uncontrollably. And it was a really strange sensation uh, to realize how much emotion I had built up about my business partner. And that's what I was talking about in therapy. And especially nowadays for therapy, I don't know what you think about when I say the word therapy. What does it cross your mind? For a lot of people, it's still kind of a weird thing like, oh, something's wrong with me. At the same time, we're willing to go to people that we need help with in other areas. So in this video, I'm going to talk about therapy, everything I've learned in therapy over the past 10 years and $15,000. Because for a lot of people, it's unknown, it's expensive, time-consuming, and you kind of wonder, is this going to really work for me? So I want to share everything I've learned to help you make a better decision. We're going to cover four major things in this video. Number one, should you go? Number two, some of the changes that maybe you can relate to that I've experienced in therapy. Number three, questions you're probably asking yourself about therapy and about your own life. And number four, make sure to stick to the end because I'm going to save you the $15,000 that I've spent and share some high-level concepts I think will really help you on your life and business journey. So should you go to therapy or not? I'm just going to tell you the two major reasons why I started going to therapy again this year. And I've gone to therapy off and on for the past 10 years. It hasn't been a, a consistent thing. For me, there's, there's been two major reasons. Number one, my business wasn't fulfilling me. I don't know if that's something similar that you can relate to, but for the past three years, I did a podcast, a little YouTube, I started a little software stuff, but I never really felt called, like excited to come make a video and do stuff like this, like that I get to do now. And I wasn't finding an answer to, to how to figure that out. Second reason was I broke up in my relationship. We broke up and I was feeling confused about relationships. Like I'm almost 40. I don't have kids. What does that mean? And what do I really want versus what does society and some invisible force really want for me? And there's all this internal conflict. Like, I don't know if you feel that the internal conflict of like, where should I live? Go here, go there. What should I be working on? What's wrong with my house? What's wrong with this? And et cetera, et cetera. But there's honestly nothing horrible. And I know I feel a little ashamed saying this out loud. Uh, because there's worse problems. But at the same end of the day, if you're having problems, you should go solve them. And if you have problems, it's important to you. So be okay with that. And I think what's strange with therapy is that we call them coaches. Let's just say that you go to a gym coach, or you go to a business coach, or you go to any kind of coach or any kind of interior designer. They're coaching you on their design. Those are okay. But when you want to have a mental coach to talk about things inside, it's almost why is that strange in our society? And one thing to really think about is it's hard to look at yourself with the mirror. Your friends are biased. Your parents are biased. There's someone who's literally, you're just paying and saying, hey, I don't really care about you. Can I have some straight feedback about things I'm doing and behaving so that I can work through them? 
And so one thing with therapy, I think in terms of making that decision is that I couldn't figure a way to sit through it or journal through it or think about it or walk about it. I felt like I was just floundering through these things and I needed someone to help me kind of provide reflection and not the answers to make these decisions. One thing with therapy that I've recognized for myself and others is you have to hit a low. You have to hit a frustration point. And if you're not there yet and it's not right for you, there's no problem with that. But you have to get to a point where you've hit that bottom of the trough where you want to make that change in your life. And so here's some other reasons that you might want to go see a therapist about that might be helpful for you. This feels like a PSA for therapy, and I don't sell any therapy or coaching, but it's just something for you to think about in your own ways. You might want to get some feedback on yourself uh, from an unbiased point of view. Maybe you're behaving in business. Maybe you just got fired or maybe you got dumped and you want some feedback about like, hey, why am I behaving that I can honestly talk to someone about and really learn? Two, you want an outlet in a, to talk about things in a private space. Like some of the things that we think about internally are messed up. And it's really nice and refreshing to have someone that you can share it with that maybe they're judging you on the inside, but outside, at least they're giving you honest uh, feedback about how you're behaving. Three, you're using food, alcohol, video games, chess as an escape. I know for me, I go to chess. Maybe sometimes I'm going to alcohol because I don't want to deal with my problems or with my feelings. Uh, and that's something that you may want to explore about in therapy. Uh, you want to love yourself. And I know I hear this a lot, but it really just means liking the person you are. I know it's like, love yourself. It's like, what does it mean? And it just really means that you're just like, I like Noah. I like Adam. I like Steven, Susan, Stephanie, whatever your name is. And it's nice to kind of work through what is holding you back from that with a therapist. Preventative maintenance. This is an interesting one that Mitchell and our team talked about is that you don't need for something to go wrong to go to therapy. And it doesn't have to be every day, or every week you're going, but it might be something that, Hey, I want to just work through things before they even happen. And then lastly, it's like a gym for your brain. Uh, there's gyms for physical health. This is kind of one for mental health. Why not? So part two, here's some of the changes that I've made from going to therapy uh, that maybe you can relate to as well. Uh, so one, looking at work differently. Uh, one of the therapists that was really interesting was asking the why of what I'm doing and really embracing that. And so I'm making videos for you sexy bastards out there and sharing them with the world. And he kept poking at it. He's like, well, why are you doing it? Why does it matter? And one, you could psych yourself out of anything, but I thought it was really helpful that he was really helping me get to the point of like, well, I make videos because I love to see people like you, underdogs, make results and changes for yourself. That really fulfills me. And so I think him asking that is helping like forge my belief in what I'm really working on. Uh, so that was really huge. Two was evaluating my drinking and drug usage, even playing chess. I talked about a little bit about maybe why you'd go to therapy, but I noticed at times I was escaping feeling. I was escaping. If I go into my chess stuff and I'm just starting to do it or if I'm drinking, uh, and the therapist was just not telling me what to do. I think a, a great therapist doesn't tell you what to do. They just reflect how you're behaving and saying, maybe that's something you want to work on. But they're kind of encouraging me to just be okay with the feeling and notice what you want to do when you're feeling that. One of the therapists said before, I thought it was really interesting, is like, who is Noah Kagan if he's not interesting? And I was like, what the fuck? So sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what it means. But I also thought there's something powerful about that insight that he was saying, like, you're not interesting. If you're just yourself, who are you? And are you okay with that? And I like that he said that. Uh, three for me was slowing down, or AKA the opposite of the microwave life. Maybe we can put a microwave here. Boing. So in a microwave, you hit the button, boom, cook it, comes out, you're ready to eat. And I noticed that one of the things that they were talking about was just slow down, right? Don't rush to the end of life. Don't, I know you know the end of Titanic, but why don't you just enjoy the whole movie? But it's just, I think for all of us, just be proud of the things you're doing, slow down to really enjoy them, and just finding fulfillment and enjoyment in every day. Versus I know for me, a lot of times I'm anxious about what's the next thing and how do I fill up my time and how do I have my calendar all optimized so my life is fully maximized. But they're like, well, do you have to have a checklist life? Does it have to have a checklist or can you just enjoy things? So I think they've kind of reflected on slowing down in life. Maybe that's something that you can relate to. Am I dealing with my emotions differently? So 
Yes. So one thing that's been interesting from going to therapy is that when I'm tired and I'm having a bad day, is it, well, am I having a bad day or am I just tired? And so it's just kind of taking a step back and being a little bit more perspective in who Noah is uh, instead of overreact and also enjoying when things are good. Like if things are going well, be like, hey, things are going well, be appreciative of it. I'd say I look at my relationships very differently from going to therapy. I'm really noticing which people are enhancing and which people are subtracting. I don't know if you drink when you're around people you don't like, or if you're around people and you feel lonely. I've just become, because of therapy, it's like, hey, no, I'm getting permission to, to live and be around the people I really want. Does that sound familiar to you? And then I'm looking at, as well, the people I work with as how do I coach them versus just their teammates and they go do their work. And I'm still working through these things. None of them are perfect, but it's something that I'm working on. So how to get the most out of therapy? Maybe you relate to some of my stories. Maybe you relate to some of the questions I was saying if you should go to therapy. So how do you get the most out of it? I think this is really important because I've learned a lot over the years. Number one, you've got to bring specific questions to the things you want solved with therapy. Because therapy, I think, can be this really weird loot trap where you just go thinking about problems. Like, I got to go to therapy and I have another problem. And so I encourage you, if you are going to therapy, think about one to two specific things about like why work isn't great, maybe how to get along with your partner, maybe how to figure out where you live, maybe how to figure out how to spend your money, maybe something with your parents. So bring specific questions when you, you want solved with therapy. I have found that if I go just really open to therapy, like let's just talk about life. It kind of just leads all over the place versus like I want to work on my business. I want to work with my parents. I want to work improve my relationship. I want to figure out where to live or have money. Whatever it is for you, go with specific problems you want to focus on. Number two, have a set time you are done. Therapy can go on forever. And I think it keeps you in this weird problem loop where you're always thinking about there's going to be a problem that I have to go solve. So what I did recently is I prepaid and committed for six months with my business therapist. Uh, so I don't have to worry about the money because that is something where each time you're spending $200 or $100 or $50 and you're just like, oh, is it worth it? It's hard to know if change is going to happen right away. So commit for six months and be done at a specific time and then take a break and see if it's something you want to go back and revisit. Number three, the first sessions are the best. They're the muffin tops. So for instance, uh, at this recent one, I learned about my microwave life. And I was like, damn, yeah, I really am rushing through life. Why don't I slow it down and just enjoy it? And so I think the point about the first sessions are best is one is appreciative, but also realize that not everyone is going to be magical. So you might have these huge breakthroughs and marginal gains. It might taper off, but figure out the right amount of cadence of talking to this person that is beneficial for you. So if it's once a week or once a month, just figure out the right amount of time to actually get the gains that you want in your life. So recognize they are to help you figure out how to solve your problems. I've had it both ways where I've had therapists tell me what to do. I literally uh, was a therapist in Austin and I said, tell me what to do in my relationship. And he was like, here's what you should do. And then I didn't do it for the next three years. And then I finally did it. Say, hey, sometimes it takes time. But I, I think the thing that you're really trying to get out of a therapy or brain coach, you could say, is that they're helping you figure out how to solve a problem. So how can I approach my relationship? How can I approach my work or whatever problems that you're going to therapy about? That is what a successful therapist should be doing. And then lastly, I said this again, but I want to emphasize it because it's so important. Realize therapy is a place where you bring problems, not solutions. So every week in therapy, I get asked, this is today, it says, what do you want to get out of this session? And that would give me anxiety. It was like, well, what do I, you know, I don't know, I want a better life. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what we all want? So here's a few other questions that you're probably thinking about uh, in relation to therapy. Number one, how to choose a therapist. And this is a really tough one. It's like how to choose a wife or how to choose a business partner or how to choose what's for dinner sometimes. It's pretty hard. Uh, so here's some suggestions. Number one, referrals. So if you've had any friends that are messed up, I guess is the first thought I had, or people that have talked about therapy, ask them if they found it beneficial. Tucker, Max, and his wife recommended the person I've gone to. Uh, my business coach is someone who I've worked with in the past and really appreciated him. And so referrals is, is an amazing one. Uh, another thing I've used is talkspace.com. 
And it worked all right. You can get a lot of different like profiles of people who specialize in different things. I actually found the person pretty good. Um, one of the high level things, especially with choosing a therapist is don't be married to them, date them. And so you got to try more than one. And I know from educational systems, we're so used to just getting our first teacher and being like, well, that's just who I got. And so if it doesn't feel great, you don't need that person. Go keep trying other people. Uh, and now with online remote sessions are super easy uh, to date a bunch and see if it feels good. So do these free introductory calls, see how they like to approach things, see how the, what they like to specialize in. Uh, and that's a great way to find a therapist that you will find effective for the problems that you want to work on. Two, how long does it take to heal as long as you need? I found most of my questions take around three to six months of sessions once a week. So I've actually reduced the amount of therapy that I've gone to recently from weekly to monthly because I would go to the sessions and I really wouldn't have things I want to work on. And I don't want to force pro new problems that didn't actually even exist. So as long as you need for it, it might take years, it might take weeks, it might take days. Most of the times, real change takes a very long time versus like, oh, it magically happened. Any books you want to suggest to learn more? Yes. Lori's Gottlieb, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, was phenomenal. And she's been on the Noah Kagan Presents podcast. I would check out that episode. Uh, but she's been, it's, it's such an amazing book about what it's like from her perspective as a therapist and what she's thinking and she goes to therapy as well as from patients. It's just an amazing book to give you an overview and it's really entertaining. Uh, so that's Lori Gottlieb. So maybe you should talk to someone. And then how do I know I'm just not throwing money out the window? You don't. It's not a stock. It's not like a soda can where you could drink it. But therapy is something where it's a mental improvement. And then you can start noticing in situations where you're practicing it, am I improving or not? So as you're interacting with people, and let's say you want to get in a relationship, how am I behaving in this? Is this, am I going through old patterns? And guess what? If you make a mistake in old patterns, it's a practice. That's great. And you should keep working through these things. I had a hard discussion with someone two months ago where I had to ask him to leave where I was staying. Uh, and it was awkward. And I remember going to therapy and saying, I did this. And they said, well, how did that feel? And I said, it felt great. And they said, well, did you do what you want? I'm like, yeah. And they said, that sounds like what we're working on, man, which is trusting how you're feeling, acting on it and not second guessing yourself. And so I think the thing for you is that you don't know if it's going to be worth it, but in the moments or experiences that you want to improve, you can keep practicing. Is this actually getting better or not? And that's all for you to be able to decide. If you can't afford therapy right now, I'm going to give you the cliff notes of what I've learned spending $15,000 front therapy. So you can save yourself a couple thousand dollars with these five key lessons. Uh, number one, you are perfect the way you are. And so I was going to therapy thinking I need to change. Like, how do I change in my relationship? This is for my relationship therapist. What's wrong with me? And when she said, there's nothing wrong with me, it actually gave me permission and freedom to just be myself. Again, because when you're in a relationship, you're in the relationship version. And now it's just single version now. And I'm like, oh, I'm perfect. Oh, that's really, that's really liberating. It was almost oxygen to my life. And I really felt great about that. Number two, trust your gut and feeling versus trying to think through it. I think a lot of us that are creating online businesses are, are smart people that hopefully we all think we are. We try to think through it. Like, oh, let me think through this. Let me think through this. And one of the things about uh, therapy that I really enjoyed is just like, how does it make you feel? Like, where is it feeling in your body? And am I kind of closing up or am I feeling like more liberated and strong and, and open? Uh, and so I think that's something I'm really noticing is like, how do I feel in these moments? How am I feeling with people? How am I feeling about making a video like this? Didn't really want to do it as I still got into it. Now I'm getting more excited. I'm feeling alive. And so trusting that feeling and going more with that versus like, let me calculate and think through everything versus the feeling of something. Number three, talked about this a little bit earlier, the slow down versus the microwave life. And I learned this uh, in both my therapies that I was relation, rushing to get another relationship. I was rushing to fill up my time. I'm rushing to go do more work and just kind of slowing down with it all and being happy with things. Like I'm making this video. I'm really glad it, it didn't work out perfectly, but I'm glad that I'm doing it. I'm slowing down to talk through things. I'm not trying to rush through and finish the video as fast as possible. I'm just kind of enjoying life and making fulfillment in each of these moments. Doesn't that feel nice?
Uh, number four, fulfillment in everything. So kind of going on that same topic, I think a lot of us, I know myself, are looking for that next level of fulfillment, that next amount of money, that next business, that next customer, that next relationship, that next thing. And I think kind of reflected through therapy that all this fulfillment is just right now. And really like noticing what's calling us, following our gut, trusting the intuition, and just getting fulfillment through making this video. Getting fulfillment from just like hanging out with my parents downstairs and not doing anything. Just being like, oh, this is fulfilling. And fulfillment is all, it's all, all the time. And you can just give it to yourself whenever you want it. Number five, giving permission to how life can be. And this is kind of, you know, as we get older, especially if you're over 18, if you're in your 40s or even in your 60s and plus, I've noticed in therapy, they're like, hey, you know, you can do it whatever you want. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, seriously? Seriously? I can't? Like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. And so it's almost strange to get permission, but it's also liberating that they can say, hey, if you want to go live in these different places where now I'm in New Mexico at my family house, and then I'm going to go to Dallas and then Austin. And it's like, hey, you, you want to live this way? You can. And so that's been one of the nice things about therapy uh, is, is also kind of like reinforcing that we can live life the way we want. So look, I'm going to give a quick recap of all the things we different talked about. 99% of these people watching the video would benefit probably from going to see a therapist. No one has a perfect life, but therapy helps you move in that direction. And I'm not saying you have to go see a therapist whatsoever, but if there's been some things that you want to work on that you haven't found one way to do it that's been effective, it might be worth considering trying that out. Two, therapy is not cheap and it's not a magic pill that will change overnight. It won't fix it. And I know that I get scared on dependency. We're like, oh, I'm going to go to therapists and they're going to fix me. They won't. Answers are all inside. One of the main slogans that I think about, especially lately, is the phrase, it's all good. It's all good. And, you know, as I said earlier, you know, we are perfect. You are perfect the way you are too. And it is all good. And the therapy will just help you work through some of the things to kind of make life a little bit more colorful and maybe dust off some of the parts of life that you're actually not enjoying and you want to change. Three, you can get 80% of the things that you want to improve and work on your life from books, from YouTube videos, maybe from your friends and family. But sometimes doing it alone is really hard. I'm not saying it's that therapy is the only way, but it's something that if you haven't been able to solve it another way, maybe it's even ayahuasca is not helping you. Therapy is a really interesting outlet to have someone that you can go talk to about the problems that you want to think about and work through. So lastly, if you don't want to go to a therapist, if you're not comfortable, or maybe it sounds expensive, check out some of the books. I know that The Body Keeps Score is one that a lot of people recommend, Lori Gottlieb's book. And just think about that and explore if that's something that like, oh, this is interesting that I want to start thinking about more of. And that is my two cents about therapy, amigos. I, if this was helpful and you want more content like this, let me know by liking this video and subscribing to the YouTube channel. I love you and I'll see you out there. Well, that is a wrap. I hope you loved the episode as much as I did. If you did, go to appsuma.com. You know what to do. It is the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. So if you're starting or growing any online business or you want to learn how to, go to appsuma.com. As well, check out my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash okdork. We put out three juicy business videos to help you, yes, you, on your business journey every single week. Next, text a friend you love them. Yo, dog, I want to hear what's going on in your mind. And before you go, tweet at me at Noah Kagan and let me know what you thought of this episode. Also, remember to go subscribe to my email list. I put my best tips into a single short email each and every week. It's sendfox.com slash Noah. I have a really interesting picture on the site. So check it out, sendfox.com slash Noah. As well, go create your own newsletter and start planting seeds of building your community and building your business today, sendfox.com. Finally, a couple of shout outs to the amazing team. Thank you to Jason at podcasttech.com for always doing these podcasts. Thank you to Mitchell, Jeremy, Hubert, Jonathan, Sasa, Cam, and Jen from the Dork team. And finally, a shout out to Tanner, who does launch ops at AppSumo. Thank you for assisting in leading a deal setup training from scratch for Haley Gimble, Matt, as well as Dusty. Big shout out to you, my man. Have a fantastic day. What's your favorite dinosaur? I, I honestly don't even think I can name like three of them. T-Rex, Stegosaurus, Potato.